News just in, Anschluss has been officially approved with the unification of Austria and Germany. 99.7% of the population has approved this unification, and Adolf Hitler is very happy with the result. Um, Ryan. Yeah? That happened 81 years ago. What? It, it did? But nobody told me. Oh, fuck. I, I, I don't know. What, what, what am I going to do with the news now? Um, uh, like, okay, uh, no script. Why don't we just give advice? I mean, I know we're probably not the best people, but like... Give advice? Yeah. Uh, okay, um... It's, you do pretty well, don't you? Study-wise? Yeah. And all that crap? Um... What's, what's, the, what's the best way for you to, like, you know, get A's and all that? You know, Ryan... <laughs> I think I have some good advice for this. Let me just, uh... Let me tell you... Let me tell you how to get straight A's Don't hang out with the drama kids Don't hang out with the gays Don't hang out with the weird kids Always smoking J's Just hang out with me in the library all day I'm a straight A student, no doubt But I don't have ash, nor do I have clap I don't have class or any damn friends But I'll be getting straight A's till the very damn end uh, That's how I live my life I get straight A's all day and I'm fucking night I see a sensible lady, I'm gonna make her my wife And live a boring suburban middle class life Have two to three kids depending on my sperm count Get an annual physical so I have nothing to worry about Set up a pension fund, get health insurance, no doubt And then cry in the shower because my hair is falling out Fuck! Smoke them trees, gonna live in my mother's house till I'm 33 and get all the ladies because I am fake deep, meaning I can talk about the most mundane shit ever, but use my feels and Buddhism so that I sound clever. Talk about Nirvana and my thoughts on heaven, bullshit you on my struggle with depression. <laughs> Fuck that. That's not the life for me. No, no. You wanna know what's my life? Really? Having marital problems with my cheating poor wife She slept at the pool, boy, so now I'm dead inside Despite the fact that I bought the pool and house where she resides I guess I really, really hate my boring suburban life, you see She's disgusted by deciding me We never even make love or touch each other slightly I often miss the days when I was clapping that booty I fantasize about my daughter's friend She's an American beauty American Beauty, in which he fantasized about his daughter's friend, you know, with the flowers. And it, it's a good film. Yeah, apparently, you should watch it. Really that helpful. I don't really learn a lot from that. You could like, but like ah, yeah, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. Moving on from that weird, weird song that wasn't helpful. Let's get into some serious advice um, in today's episode, huh? Now, I don't know anything about advice. Um, I generally learn from the mistakes of people who take my advice, hmm. but we'll give this a shot and see how it goes. And today we have a special guest. Who is it? It's Alex! <laughs> yes, we have Alex here. The main reason he's here is because I'm returning a favour, because I was a guest on his radio show last night. That, and he's a delight. Okay, okay, I guess so. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, let, let's open up the discussion. Alex, first question for you. Okay. Have you been in many relationships? I've been in a few, yeah. How many? Uh, Be honest. Uh... He's counting, everybody. It's <laughs> uh, like one, two, and three now, four, five. 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 Yes. Damn. And what would how, you say? First. Yes. Now, how many of those five were aware they were in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Every one of them. Good. That's good. That's, yeah. that, that's a good start. That's a good start. Consent is very. Consent is key to yes. anything. Of course. So, um, first question. 
what would you say is oh, which one was your most successful and why um, yeah well, I asked the hard questions I would <laughs> argue I would argue none considering yeah considering uh, what you say I would say they were successful so aggressive <laughs> I mean they're ended so I kind of can't them. yeah I'm kind of single right now so oh, yeah I, I know that life Shouldn't um, like my auntie. <laughs> <laughs> You're single now. The fuck. But what would you say was what would make a successful relationship? Do you think? But communication is not the most like appropriate answer, I would say. Yeah, because like, communication really for radio shows as well. Because <laughs> 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 like communication is the main basis of basis of any relationship you have. Yeah. Platonic. Uh, familial, romantic. Yeah, true. And you know, I would say as the only one in this room currently in a relationship, um, that trust is very important. Trust is is yeah. is the foundation of our relationships. I think if you don't trust your partner, your relationship can't continue. Like, you know, I always uh, like with my ex girlfriend. I always trusted her, like, but like I was always nervous because she was like way out of my league, and I was always worried someone else would come in and super awkward feet. And I'm like, no. That's, but she was with me. Like, what about me? Isn't this isn't this my hero story? Don't I get a win? Um, but no, things were things turned out pretty well there until she broke up broke up with me, uh, destroyed my heart. That's actually a funny story. What happened was um, it was I could feel things were going south. Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna get into this. Why not? <laughs> this is important. <laughs> this is important to me. I'm important. You hear me? I'm important. It's about it's about seeing the signs, you know, <laughs> to know when things are going in the downward direction. Because it was start of summer. Because we hadn't seen each other for the majority of like January to June of last year. Because like the leaving sir ruins everything. Yeah. Um, and like I needed to focus on the studying. Uh, but anyway, um, so it's the start of summer. And you know things were okay from the first three weeks, but then after that things seemed to go weird. Mm. I could just feel something was off. You know, I had that good instinct, but I didn't do anything about it or interrogate it. Mm. Next thing you know, we get to uh, October. Uh, well, late October, early November. First Man is coming out in the cinema. No, it was early October. I can't remember when. That, whenever First Man came out, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah. yeah, October, early October. So First Man was coming. Yeah, yeah. First Man's coming out in the cinema. And I'm really excited for this because Ryan Gosling is um, the love of my life. Um, he is the most beautiful person in the world. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but Ryan Gosling more importantly, and um, she knew how much I loved Ryan Gosling because she got me a birthday card with Ryan Gosling's face on it. Best, wow. best card I've ever gotten. Yeah, um, so I was like, hey, hey, what time do you want to see the movie on Friday? And she was like, hey, can we just go for coffee instead? Oh, um, yeah. I was like, oh, this isn't good. Yeah. Uh, there's only one reason she'd cancel Ryan Gosling on me. Yeah. Right. And then and then we went down on Friday. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's over. And I'm like, oh, it was actually quite funny though. We were when we were in the cafe. Uh, there was a song playing on on the you know the, the speakers in the cafe. It was uh, Changes by David Bowie, uh, which was really fitting. Um, and I, I couldn't help but laugh. And she's like, Ryan, what are you laughing at? And I was like, listen to the song choice. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, it's changes. Things are changing. Do you get it? It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were going to say changes by XXX and Tasha. I was going to be like, oh Jesus, no. No. I, I, I like to think I have a reasonably um, fine music taste, if anything. Uh, I, don't, no, I don't listen to XXX, I'm just saying. Like, I don't either. Uh, <laughs> Ripjaw. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's, it's important to know the signs of when things are going wrong, and then, as Alex said, communicate. For sure. Um, of course, yeah. Because, like, with that communication, just sit there, like, worries and sad. And who wants to be worried and sad? You need to be happy in a relationship. You know? Yeah, I mean, I have a really um, sad anecdote while we're just getting on this topic. Yeah. of uh, One of my exes broke up with me in a very similar manner. By the fact that she'd been cheating on me for oh, probably mm. seven months, and we've been going out for seven months, so pretty yeah. much the entire relationship. <laughs> yeah. um, but... Maybe she sent him an <laughs> In hindsight, I think the worst part of the relationship was the fact that she denied to everyone else that she was going out with me. Oh, that's not. But only like she was like, "Oh yeah, we're going out." But whenever someone asked, she was like, "No, I'm single." 
Oh. Yeah. So, uh, folks, if you're ever in a relationship and your partner is not proud to be with you, don't be with them. Yeah. You know, no matter how many times they cheat on you. What are the do's and don'ts of picking someone up? Like asking someone out? Yeah. Not like physically lifting them off the bread. <laughs> I don't your back. Mend your back. Manual handling. The best, the best way to lift someone off the bread is to use a... By their throat. Is to use a, no, a, a forklift. That's the funniest way to lift someone up. But I mean, picking someone up. Like, romantically wise, etc, etc, and so on. Um, well... Oh I mean, that's really good. No. <laughs> Seriously. Genuine. Uh, well, always. So no, I'm not really good in this type of stuff because I'm not the best at it. Uh, you, you've been in five relationships. You're fine. Yeah, maybe like two or three of them were like very short relationships. Ah, it doesn't matter. You still got some. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, please come closer to the mic. Okay, sorry. Uh, well, come closer. I would say make sure the person, like I always prefer. Knowing the person before getting with, with them, rather than like that, yeah. Rather than a complete stranger. Yeah, I was friends with my girlfriend for a year before we got together, mm. and it worked out very well until she broke my heart. Yeah. Right, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not all smiles and joy. Yeah. Once, like once a year, I can be sad. Leave me alone. <laughs> but um, yeah, going off the whole being friends beforehand, I'd also say like. Music taste is always a really big thing, I feel, with me. Really? Yeah. Like, if they don't have, like... So, they, if I told you... I, who's one of your favourite artists? Artists. Uh, David Bowie. Not Bowie, I can't use Bowie. Oh, for yeah. my analogy. Uh, Cage the Elephant. Say <laughs> all of Cage the Elephant died in a plane crash, a la John Denver. Okay? Yeah. And <clears throat> we're at a bar, and you're trying to pick me up, because why wouldn't you? I'm a catch. And... I tell you, I got drunk one night and pissed on Cage the Elephant's communal grave. Would you immediately walk away? I would say you're joking because I don't think they would have one. But say they do because you can't find all the bodies in the wreckage. Jesus. Holy fuck, right? <laughs> so, they can't find all the bodies in the wreckage. So they have to do a communal grave and say, I told you, I pissed on their communal grave. <laughs> Would you theoretically walk away? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I think anyone would. Yeah. Like, regardless <laughs> of the fact if they like like Cage the Elephant, if anyone was like, I was like, oh man, you know, this girl's really good looking. So, yeah, I, would, I pissed on some grave the other day. I would just immediately leave. Like, so it's not. Mm. I won't question him. Yeah, no, 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 thank you. No. Okay, but I don't say my thoughts. Again, <laughs> on the topic, um, where would you say is a better place to go on a first date? Would you say dinner, drinks, or movies? Neither. Go for something more exciting like bowling, something different, something out of the. Oh, wall climbing. <laughs> no, no, I mean, another thing, the indoor wall climbing. Yeah, bowling. Yeah, something like that. Something where you can get close to them. Like, appropriately, I mean. Jiu-jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, no, but something out of the box that they'll appreciate for going, I think different is key. Um, something that shows your personality in a way as well is also important. Well, I always like to start off with just standard coffee, as always. But then, like, say if it's in town or something, I don't know, bring me to... Two coffee shops. <laughs> <laughs> where, <laughs> where would you go for coffee? Is it a mainstream coffee shop or an independent cafe? Don't say Starbucks, or I'll no, pick you up. No. Good. It's overpriced. Fuck up. Starbucks is class. Yeah, it's okay. Starbucks ruins the world. Oh. Um, mainly, I'll try to go to an independent or a place... It's not particularly, um, like, a franchise or anything, but, like, it's still, like, it's, it's its own company. Like yeah. the great place I know, Gallagher and Co. Coffee House and Bistro. Oh on yeah, Delia Street. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I go yeah. there quite a bit every now and then. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, like that. Glad you asked. The most awkward pickup story <laughs> I have. Okay, go for it. No one asked. <laughs> well, it's a fun story. Uh, I tell it to everyone. It was I was fourth year, okay, yeah. and I was at a mini company event in the Lucan Spa Hotel. So if anyone who works in that hotel is listening, this is free advertising for you. They're so. not. They're definitely not. <laughs> you never know. Uh, we can uh, tag them on Facebook or whatever. 
that was our first sponsor. Hey, Luke and Spa. <laughs> so, Check it out. Uh, I was, it was the Luke and Spa Hotel, and it was all different mini companies from uh, the, the Greater Dublin area, so Dublin, Wicklow, Mead, and all that. Hmm. And um, not the Greater Dublin area, that was up the Hale. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's geography stuff. I don't want to get into that. Uh, so, I'm there with my mini company. So, there's a few, there's four mini companies from my class there, and there's a few mini companies from other schools. And I, I'm, I'm there, and you get one of three letter badges, A, B, and C. So A would go around asking questions to people at stalls, B would go to, uh, to focus groups, and C would be the one standing at the stalls answering questions. Mm. So I was originally C, okay? No, B. I, w- I was originally B, okay? So I had to go to the focus group. But I saw this pretty girl standing at the stall, and I thought, no, I want to talk to her. So I asked Matthew, this guy, Matthew, Matthew, can I switch letters with you? Because he had A. Mm. And he's like, okay. So I switched letters with him. And I went to A. So then I went up, asked her a few questions and all that stuff, just got to know her, uh, see how things went. She was pretty great. The, um, um, but then they called uh, all the C's for the focus group, and she was a C. So I, uh, I, I went up to uh, Connor, and I was like, hey, Connor, can I switch letters with you? <laughs> and uh, he was like, okay. So then I got C. And, I, uh, and then I was in the same focus group as her. <laughs> I think she probably knows. And um, yeah. and then we and, and I, I I don't know I, I was my classic theatrical self in the focus group and she she was laughing for some of it so that, that that's a positive when they laugh at my shitty jokes uh, and also always, good jokes we're not always a positive hey yeah. if someone laughs at something I say it's a positive or pity yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> so um, then since I'm uh, then the last one is uh, you know they're going around uh, well they're standing at the stalls and what I haven't done yet but, like it's also the asking questions because all that is all mixed up now for me. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll just chill here, you know. And then but she was talking to someone else. I was like, no, she can't do that. What about me? Well, <laughs> uh, I was talking to this one guy who's mini company idea with like gifts for dogs or whatever. And That's he had sick. no, but it was like, but like, and he had Valentine's balloons because it was around February uh, ish. Uh, so he's like, I love heart shaped balloons. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, can I have one? Because like, you know, I, I love balloons. Like I just wanted to have one just to have them. You know, I wasn't planning on doing anything with it. Then one of the guys, David, said, Ryan, give it to her. I'm like what? I'm like that that girl? Like give her the balloon? I'm like no, I'm not gonna give her the balloon. It's like I right, go on. I'm like okay. I'm like wait, write something on it first. I was like what? I'm like write something on the balloon first. No. Yeah. Uh, I was like what am I gonna write? Uh, I I don't know what to write. So he's like here, give it here. So he took it off me and he wrote on it, you know who it's from, and then drew a winky face. Oh, Fucking no. Man. And then said right, go give it to her. And like there was all a big group of them there laughing at me, saying go on, Ryan, go on, go on, go on. And you know, I'm I'm not entirely above peer pressure. Uh, <laughs> a peer, they're just bullying me. Uh, <laughs> so so I was like, all right, fine. But I didn't give it to her directly. What happened was I was at my stall and there was a wall, and behind the wall was uh, her talking to the guy. So and, in, and in the middle of the wall was a small hole. No, <laughs> no. So I just pushed it over the wall and it just fell down beside her. And then later on, I was talking to this guy whose mini company idea was homemade jam, which, uh, as a side note, was beautiful jam. Right. And the guy she was with for the, her mini company group, like she wasn't the guy, it wasn't the guy she was t- chatting up, but like it was someone else. He, he strolled up to me and he said, hey, did you give her this balloon? And I looked at him and I said, I'm sorry? Like, did you give her this balloon? I'm like, no, I've never seen that balloon before in my life. Uh, and, and he's like, okay, okay. And then she left. No, and then he left. And then at the end of the day, the teacher was taking a picture of all us. She's like, okay, you ready? And one of the guys said, say Rachel, because her name's Rachel. Oh. And they all shout Rachel as she was walking out. Oh. And she turned and looked at us all. But it gets better. Oh. So it's the UCD open day, okay? Oh, no. I'm sitting there in a linguistics lecture because uh, one of my good friends, uh, well, they're doing linguistics now currently, uh, wanted to go to a linguistics talk. And I was like, okay, fine, let's go. Um, next thing, someone walks in. Like, you know when someone walks in, like, you have to look at them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I look, and it's her. And I'm thinking... Oh, oh my god, god. Yeah. I never thought I'd see her again uh, And then I turned to my friend and I was like Hey, do you remember that girl I told you about? Uh, which one? Uh, the one with the balloon? <laughs> which one? Yeah. <laughs> the, one, the one with the balloon? Yeah, she's here What? Where? <laughs> um, and then I talked to her afterwards Which is kind of awkward uh, But then, nothing happened and Next thing you know, it's orientation day Oh fucking hell I'm strolling in the main door of Newman She's strolling out We make eye contact uh, and we're waiting for a few seconds to see what should happen. And then I say hi, and she says hi. And then we have like an awkward side hug uh, kind, of, uh, kind of thing. Uh, oh, and, fucking side hugs, man. And then we never saw each other again. What's um, do you know her last name? Uh, I do, but I'm not going to say it uh, at all. She's in UCD, though, yeah? She's in UCD. She's okay. doing languages or whatever. 
But that is how not to pick up a girl. Don't use balloons. It just gets very awkward. And now, now we're going well, I mean, to demonstrate. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No sadistic clowns. Okay, moving on from the whole relationship. Uh, Alex, I have mm. another question for you. Go for it. What are you most grateful for? What am I most grateful for? Yeah. And why? No, just tell me first, what, what are you? I don't know. You don't know? No. Well, this this helps. Well, oh, I mean, well, what great content for the people? Well, I, I mean, don't know. Sorry. Well, Give me something. I'm sorry. Please. Make Bro, something. Look up. at the levels, please. Chill. <laughs> sorry. You're, gonna, you're gonna blow the mic. <laughs> well, I mean, just that's, that's the dream. There's so much to take into consideration, really. Um, like uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Family's actually looking for up. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> it's there's too much taken to into into account, really. Okay, um, that's that's fair enough. Um, I would say so I would, to be very simple. Um, Let's say your family. Shit. Family's been twice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The world beauty. I don't know. What's your eyesight? I guess. <laughs> what's one of the most... Well, no, what's one of the best pieces of advice or one of the best quotes you've ever heard from, like, movie, TV, shows, books, anything? One of my favourite films, Dead yeah. Poet Society. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams. What, Carpe Diem? Pardon? Carpe Diem, that quote? Or a different um, quote? Oh, I haven't seen it. I've only seen it once. And it was already one of my favourite films. Yeah, it's a great film. But um, it's the scene in which Robin Williams is talking about like you know, art, poetry, oh, yeah. like things yeah. like you know, like engineering. All of these are things you, we just need, and like just by nature, we need engineering. Yeah, medicine, art, yeah, medicine. Uh, oh, is this business? The, like um, food or whatever mm. is is uh, what we need to live? But like art, art, art is the reason to live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. that's quite. A it just quite it really resonated with me as a writer, as someone who aspires to be. Oh, you're a writer too. Yeah. We all writers here. All oh, three of us writers. Well, who's gonna succeed? None of us. Ah, now we'll probably all succeed in different ways. Different ways. I'll succeed dying. We all will. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'll go out in fashion. What about you, Ben? My yes. favorite. My favorite quote. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gone. Not from... favorite, but like one of the best. I've just gone from six to twelve. What do you mean? What? That's Is that my, your quote? That's my favorite quote. What's that? What's that from? <laughs> It's from a movie. What movie? Wait, let me think. Why is it from again? Oh, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Never seen that. Where he's like, I've just gone from 6 to 12. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie last week and I don't remember that quote. <laughs> it's where Jonah Hill is is talking to... Um, what's Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Oh, yeah, now I remember. I remember that moment, yeah, and they're, and they're at the bar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Um... I have it on DVD, I just haven't watched it yet. It's I, I watched it last week because I, I've been procrastinating quite heavily recently, Same. and it was on Netflix, and I thought, I want to see every movie in Paul Rudd's repertoire, and that's one of the ones I haven't <laughs> seen yet. Uh, he's 50. And he's looking good. Whoa. I know. No, realistically, my actual favourite quote is <clears throat> a bit cliche for an art student, or humanities, but... Um, is from the person being a wildfire. Oh, and, uh, we we accept that uh, we think we deserve. Yeah. yeah. Again, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, look at that. Everything's coming together. It's in uh, the book. It's from the book. I know. Yeah, I know. It's Stephen Chbosky. Yeah. We wrote the screenplay as well. And and the movie. Yeah. So like you know, it's, 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 it's my favorite book. It is. It's, it's, it's one of my favorites. My um, not my favorite quote of all time. My favorite quote of all time from anything is uh, from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. If the good Lord had intended us to walk, he wouldn't have invented roller skates. That's my favorite quote. <laughs> That's my favorite of all time. But in terms of like inspirational or you know just general profoundness, it's a, a quote from one of the Winnie the Pooh books. Because I'm a big fan of A.A. Mill's writing. I think mm. it's very simple, but yet at the same time, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it's um, the quote is uh, "What day is it?" asked uh, asked Winnie the Pooh. It's today, says Piglet. Ah, my favorite day, says Pooh. And I've always that quote's always stuck with me, mm. just for how purely simple it is. 
Because, like, that, that's just poo. It's like, it doesn't matter what day it is. It's a good day. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You said poo. <laughs> that's the guy's name. I, I can't help it. The fellow's name is Winnie the Pooh. It's, I can't get around that. It's been that since the early 1920s. So. True. But yeah. that's it's just, it's so simple. so simple and pure. It's like, yeah. it doesn't matter what day it is. Just live your life. Like, something very simple. One of my good friends from school. Uh, like whenever, whenever I ask what time it is, he says the time that it is. It doesn't matter what time it is. It's just it is what it is. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's actually a good point. Why are we rushing around and worrying about everything? It's just life's gonna move on. Just take it at your own pace. Go nice and slowly. Because of capitalism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, capitalism is the worst. But we'll save that discussion for another day. Because I have very strong feelings uh, on capitalism, and I don't entirely agree with Marxism. I'm more of a like socialist than anything else. Sartre. Trebian. No, like, because you're well, what philosopher, what existentialist do you, do you go by then? Adorno? Um, Adorno is very similar to Marx, but he's a long time after Marx. Probably more of an Adorno guy. I subscribe to the teachings of Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> no, right no. There. No, um, um, recently I kind of had like, it was past, like <laughs> ever since like Christmas I've kind of have had a bit more relative view on the world in terms, yeah. like, in terms of like its beauty and everything. I would mainly say because of I played I played it twice now. Um, Red, the violin. No, I wish I could. Um, Xbox. The guitar. Red Dead Redemption Two. The drums. That was close. Oh, Red Dead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I could go into spoiler territory. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a video game. Like, if anyone who's worried about getting spoiled for a video game is sad, okay, and I don't care, Thanks. you are sad. Um, Alex, try to be as ambiguous as possible. Okay, well, there is something that happens within the game, and just it... say it for Christ's sake. Spoiler alert. Okay, spoiler alert for Red Dead Redemption Two. Even though it's been out for nearly six months, I and think. it's a video game. <laughs> you say Alice. <laughs> But um, okay, the main character Arthur Morgan, he's a criminal, but also at heart he's a good man. And at one point in the game, he contract he's diagnosed with tuberculosis. Oh, I knew it was tuberculosis. I, I was and gonna say tuberculosis. Uh, now the game TB. takes place in eighteen ninety nine, so this is before antibiotics. Oh, and then he moves to Dublin and he's in the slums in the inner city. And he, can't, and he spreads TB around. The next thing, there's a whole TB crisis and doesn't get fixed till the forties. But Noel Brown. No. That's a bit of Irish history for you, it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> what happens? Yeah, uh, well, essentially, the only reason he got it because he was beating a man to near death for a few dollars because yeah. he owed him a debt. So, you're saying the lesson is don't beat up strangers because you'll get TB. <laughs> no! No, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, like, uh, the actor who plays him, I believe he has his name, he, he conveys. Such... Just make up a name. I don't, I don't know. Jimmy Smith. Okay. Okay. Jimmy Smith, the uh, the so-called actor for Arthur Morgan, he conveys such a a humanizing voice for Arthur. Yeah. Arthur, and like throughout the game, Arthur is very brawlish, but the moment he realizes, he pulls a sword out of a stone. You can't Arthur. No. Oh, sorry. But um, when after he contracts, after he's diagnosed with it, he has much more. Humane side. Oh, that's like um, that's just like um, one of my favorite movies of all time is Kiru. Um, I'll say it more clearly in case I didn't hear. Ikiru, uh, came out in nineteen forty eight. Uh, directed by my favorite director Akira Kurosawa, and it's all about this guy. He he's not living his life very well. It's pretty miserable, and drab, and he finds out he has stomach cancer, and then the whole rest of the film is him trying to live his life as best he can before he dies because he doesn't have very long left to live. Beautiful piece of cinema. Mm. One of my top, actually, it's in my top three. It's number three in my top three uh, movies, favorite movies of all time. Um, it's just terrific in every sense. So that's where they got that idea from. Sorry to ruin it. It's okay. Okay. So does he die in the end? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Of course he. Of course he does. I don't know. It's a video game. Like anything can happen. Like you know, heck, but... you can punch horses in the face of video games. So you know. Of course, you could do that in real life. That is animal abuse, so don't. Yeah, of course, yeah. Don't. You know, just completely off topic, one of my favorite movie sequences ever 
is from The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. It's kind of a similarish plot. To is, it, is, it, is, it, is it when Ben Stiller is in the office just sitting down doing something? <laughs> no. Um, it's when... Is Jennifer Aniston in that? No. Does he kiss her? No. That's Friends. Okay. Friends, yeah. Oh. Um, no, it's He's at when... a museum. It's nighttime. Thanks for the lie. But it's twice. Yeah. No. Three times, actually. Oh my god. Yeah, they did three of them. Oh. The first two are great, the third one, not so much. Uh, okay. Okay, no, no, I know it, I know it. He's in the jungle because they're filming a movie and things are getting chopped. And it's thunders? Yes. No. No? Okay. Uh, nah, it's, um, what's the song? I just need to get the name of the song. Is it Space Oddity? No, it's the one that's like. I want you back with the Jackson 5. A, B, C's for the Jackson 5. <laughs> it's Jack's Pep. Nah, it's by. Um... Oh, is it by Dolly Parton? 9 to 5. <laughs> yes! 6 to 10. Uh, 6 to 12. <laughs> Wait, uh, just make a conversation there while I try and get the name of the song. Okay, so Alex, um, any irrational fears? Rational. Irrational fears. Irrational. Yeah, who cares Bl- about rational fears? Black holes. <laughs> Black holes. They are terrifying. Like, that's... Of all the things to worry about in the world, I don't think black holes are a big issue for you. It's like... It's like... Uh, uh, quicksand. You know? I, I thought mean, quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem than it actually is for me. The same with black holes. <laughs> I mean, black holes... Because, like... The chance of us dying by a black hole is so small to the point it's just not possible at all. In our that's lifetime. That's what you're me. In our lifetime, but... Did you know the the process in which uh, your atoms will be splitting apart due to the gravitational pull of a black hole is known... I do know, I did see this. <laughs> spaghettification. <laughs> because you're turning into spaghetti. Okay, any rational fears? They're less bored. They're not as exciting, but... Um, it's taking a while. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm okay in the dark. I actually quite like the dark. Um, I'm okay with spiders, relatively. Yeah, spiders are cool. Um... What would you say to people out there listening who do have irrational fears? Irrational? Yeah, what advice would you give in order to combat these fears? Come closer to Well, I mean, as someone who is really scared of black holes, and the chance of me getting sucked in to buy a black hole is so astronomically impossible. Infinitesimally small. Yes. Teenly yes. wheel, if you will. I don't think I have actually any advice on that. No? Yeah. Then why did we invite you in? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> I improvise. I'm, I'm good at improvising. Um, so I do in exams. Uh, well, which isn't the best thing to do in exams. True. Unless it's English. If it's English, then you can improvise. You can I just mean, yeah. it. That's what I And I managed to. And uh, film to a degree. Yeah. Like, yeah. This scene depicts the juxtaposition of two different characters, which highlights romantic interest, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. The film is great. Don't. Yeah. There you go. That is essentially film studies. Throw a bit of Wrecker Ralph in there, and <laughs> that's that's all, that's all I do. Um, I here's some interesting pieces of advice. Uh, one of the best, um, well, not no, it's I'll just give a, a few random pieces of advice I've heard over the years. The first is from uh, my late great granddad, who once said to me, Ryan, always have a good pair of shoes and a good mattress, because if you're not in one, you're in the other. And the man has a point because it's true. Hmm. Um, so I, I I always take care in buying not my mattresses because I'm not you know 34 and uh, married so I don't need to buy a mattress at, at the moment I do sleep on a mattress but I don't buy them obviously hmm. but then for shoes you know I always buy a good pair of shoes you know so you go around and stuff uh, yeah yeah go pair for yourself maybe I don't know like a pair 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 of Nikes Adidas whatever you want yeah so like you know, for me I always go cons but you know that, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, There's actually one of my favorite poems. I think is I think the poet's name is Dylan Thomas. I guess who that is. Uh, he is do poet. not do not go gentle in that good night. Rage, rage he, against the dying of the light. Yeah, the first old age should burn. Another rage, rage, rage close the day. day. Yeah, I know the poem. Yeah, yeah. better. It's just that first stanza really sticks with me because it's essentially is it because you watched Interstellar and thought you were you know artistic. Like, oh, look at me, I know poetry now. <laughs> actually, it's at the first, it's actually at the beginning of Skullduggery Pleasant, The Dying of the Light, the ninth novel in Skullduggery Pleasant franchise. That's even sadder. 
<laughs> oh, Brendan found the song. I have the song. Okay, <laughs> we'll so go back to the advice after the song. It's within a sequence in the Secret Life of Walter Mitty when Ben Stiller decides to finally leave his job and go explore, and he wants to go to Iceland. Yeah. So he is running past all. It's by Arcade Fire. Yeah, I love Arcade Fire. He, he's running by all these Time magazine posters. Is there a Ben? Yeah, through the years, no. no. And and Wake Up is playing. So it's like dun, 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 dun. it's really good, really, really inspiring. Yeah. Always makes you want to go and do things. So I, I on to So that's advice. the lesson for today. Go and do things. No, my, my, my lesson is like that film 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 basically teaches you to live your life and not waste the moments. If you ever like I'm feeling low, or I don't know what to do, watch that scene and it's very inspi it's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. When I when I feel low, I look in the mirror and I say I'm alright. What do I have to be sad for? That's a nice mug. Done. <laughs> that is self-care at its finest. You take uh, off your makeup. And actually, another one of my favourite films of all time is uh, Gustav Sant's Good Will Hunting. Um, I, myself... Alan vs. Superman. Hmm? Usually. What? Argo. I'm naming Ben Affleck names. Okay, I was so confused for a second, but I was like, okay. But, uh, the that, Adjustment Bureau. Thor Ragnarok. Is he in Adjustment Bureau? No, no, Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Uh, what, what? Isn't there a knock? Yeah, he plays yeah. Loki in that little stage production at like. <laughs> oh my god. The board yeah. movies. No, so you were saying about uh, Good Will Hunting. Yeah. Them apples, that scene. Yeah. Eat apples. No, People not... should be caring what they're eating. Good hygiene is important. Is that what you're trying to get at? No, it's not. Is um, it trying to get that? Don't be an ass to people. Don't just read off things and recite them. You know, like learn new things yourself. Is that what you're trying to get at? I know what you do for the entire podcast. Just read off a script. Yeah, that I come up with myself. Thank you very much. I don't take other people's <laughs> ideas. So, essentially, most cli the climactic scene of the film, the whole it's not your fault scene. Yeah, I love that too. It really hit, hit with me, personally, because as a person who does deal with some problems, um, I completely relate to Will. Yeah. And especially... So you're a mathematical genius. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I, I'm undermining the seriousness of this conversation because I, I find seriousness awkward so I undercut everything as human. I'm being facetious. That's your word of the day. Facetious. No, keep going. I'm sorry. Um, and it was like a... And especially like... Closer, child. It was... this Around this time last year we were rehearsing for a show at my school for our stage production of Good Hunting. That's right. Alex likes to act so anyone out there who's looking for an actor you can hire him. Thank you, Ryan. And you're welcome. Thank you, going. And um, like I was watching the film every night within three, like three weeks before the show. Off the door. Yeah, I was playing Robin Williams, his Aww. character Sean, and I just resonated a lot with the film, especially with the Danny Elfman soundtrack. Yes, the soundtrack was quite, quite somber. And I don't know, it's just something about the film that it's just so authentic and real. Yeah. Nothing. No performances seem just like oh that's Casey Affleck playing his role that's yeah. Ben Affleck playing his role they, ju they genuinely seem like these characters and like everyone reacts appropriately everyone talks appropriately everyone it's just so real yeah yeah like Bill Skarsgård scarf that pisses me off yeah I think that's, I, think that's I find that's the height of pretension is when you wear a scarf indoors yeah unless there's no central heating and it's freezing that's okay yeah but when you wear one draped on you for the sake of quote-unquote style it's just precocious. what annoys me more than a scarf oh let me guess bus prices no <laughs> fucking hats indoors like i get it you're a fucking yes, hipster I, but jesus take off the hat it's I, rude i had that problem on sunday because i went to the cinema on sunday i saw shazam and the sisters brothers uh the sisters brothers being the second of the two i saw obviously uh but i was sitting there in the cinema and the guy, this guy comes and sits beside me, he's wearing a hat. He doesn't take it off. This movie is two and a half hours long, and he doesn't take off the hat once. At all. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and now, every so often in the corner of my eye, I think, is that someone standing up? <laughs> and I look, and it's like, oh no, it's just the peak of his hat. Yeah. That's all it is. I'm like, dude, you're indoors, like, in the dark, watching a movie. This does not, unless you're that sensitive about your hair, which you shouldn't be, because again, it's in the dark. No one's looking at you. They're looking at the big screen in front. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just take off the damn hat. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I'm just going to get annoyed with that. <laughs> <laughs> Every so often, I'm going to wake up in a cold sweat and just think of that. And just wish, <laughs> wish that guy would, I don't know, die in a fire car. Okay. <laughs> now, on a lightly 
less humorous. No, but it can. It has the potential to be humorous. Um, I think it's important to give advice about sexuality. Um, and and mm-hmm. as the three of us here are, you know, of various sexualities, I think Alex, you are. Bye. Ryan, you are. Same as Alex. Oh fuck, we're all bi. <laughs> Never mind, we're all the same. <laughs> but I think uh, it's important to uh, you know talk about what it's like to be growing up, you know, with a sexuality that's not really considered, you know, mainstream. Alex, yeah. you start because you're I guess. Yeah. Um. Well, I kind of only realized it when I was in third year or early fifth year. Um. There's a year between there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't, fourth year was I, just women. No, I didn't. Do, I, didn't, I, didn't do, I didn't do. I didn't do TI. I skipped. Oh, uh, so that makes sense. Yeah. So it was around that time period I kind of like realized. Yeah. And um, and like, it wasn't just. A, it wasn't like a big re- revelation for me. It was just like, oh, let's look at that. Just another thing, really. I felt like I like I'm still. I much prefer women, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, nothing against guys. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I'm hurt. I'm sorry. But um, no, I I wasn't really bothered by it. It was just ah oh well, and like I didn't like come out on social media or anything. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. I think with like, or at least my experience with being bisexual, I feel like for the for the most part, it's not as big as like if you're just gay or if you're trans or whatever. Like, uh, I, I never made it like a, a big deal, and most of my bi friends never made it a big deal because. Yeah. I think there was I don't know I think maybe there was just more of an acceptance but maybe there's not because oftentimes my personal experience with the LGBTQI community I don't know plus just plus, plus. okay LGBTQ plus um, is, there's a lot of bias shaming um, yeah there I have seen where like if you're if you're bi but in a, in a hetero relationship yeah. you're not bi or you're not as incl- you're not included within the yeah, and then like I, I know guys who would be like, uh, or, or even girls who would be like, yeah, but you've never been with a guy, so how can you say that you're bi? You wouldn't say like, oh, you know, someone who's like straight and has never kissed a girl or a guy. You wouldn't say, oh, you're not straight because you haven't kissed a girl or a guy. Yeah, you know, it's the same logic. It's dumb logic. What's your opinion, Ryan? I'm not really qualified to talk about this. <laughs> I I generally don't like to get into discussions like this in case I say something I shouldn't because I just I don't know what I'm talking about. So there's no point pretending like I do. But yeah. that, that's 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 something you need to learn. Is that you know you know when you look to your parents and you're like wow they're so knowledgeable they're these all knowing no, not beings. my parents yeah not not my parents <laughs> okay I, I lived with my grandmother she was okay Wonderful. well when you look to your, you look to your elders then. um just my grandmother though. just your grandmother. we we all look to Ryan's grandmother uh, yeah. <laughs> well everyone who's ever met her has said the same thing she's the most wonderful person in the world but my my point is you think that they're these like um. They know everything and they have all the advice to give you, but the, the reality is they're just as confused as you are, but they're just a little bit older. And so to say that, you know, I can't speak on this because I don't know what I'm talking about. Nobody does. Nobody really knows what they're talking about. You can educate yourself so much from so, reading and stuff, but then there's a level of like knowledge and you get from experience that you won't get from anyone else. Yeah, it's like um, his life has just changed. You know, everything changes constantly. It's all perception. Exactly. There's um. Exactly. I actually have a there's a um story I was told once um about a Chinese farmer, um, which actually works perfectly for this. Uh, so it was one day, a uh, Chinese farmer lost his horse. He ran away, uh, and all the neighbors came around that evening and said, "Oh, isn't that bad?" And the farmer said, "Maybe." And the next day, the horse came back with seven wild horses. And you know, that evening, all the neighbors came around and said, "Oh, isn't that great?" The Chinese farmer said, "Maybe." Because the next day the son attempted to, to tame one of these wild horses, you know, tried to get up and ride it, and then he got kicked off, and then his, he broke his leg. And all the neighbors came around that evening and said, "Oh, isn't that too bad?" And he said, "Maybe." Um, then the next day the conscription officers came around looking for people to join the army, and they rejected his son because he broke his leg. And then that evening everyone came around and said, "Oh, isn't that wonderful?" And he said, "Maybe," because like the whole process of like nature and stuff is, it's all integrated. It's all just complex. Mm. everything's changing so it's like it's impossible to know whether something's good or bad exactly mm. it's impossible to know the consequences of good misfortune mm-hmm. but, no, of, of misfortune and 
it's followed with another consequences of good fortune. It's no one knows what will happen with anything. Is yeah. success. It's unpredictable. Very true. There's just there's just so many variables to take into account when you're like, like chaos theory. Yeah. Like Doctor Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Fun fact: I actually believe in chaos theory. Well, so do I. It's it's. <laughs> I haven't really looked too much into it. I'll be very honest. It's it gets a whole lot of complicated. I've only grazed the surface. It's like it's like you know when you're having a yogurt mm. and like you're not that hungry, but you just want a taste. Yeah. And you scoop the top of it and just have a little nibble. It's like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Chaos theory is eating yogurt. That, that's what anything is when you're learning about it. It's eating yogurt. And if you, you like decide it. whether you want to eat more or not, <laughs> you know. I mean, the part I took from it that kind of was comforting, um, not, not to get too deep, I've suffered quite a bit of loss in my young life, um, and something that kind of made things easier was... Yogurt. Yogurt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was re- realizing that there's no meaning to anything. There's no purpose. It's it's all random. It's all chaos. There's there's no... Okay, there's definitely <laughs> <laughs> that That everything that happens happens for no reason. There's no such thing as fate or luck. Yeah, you just... It, it just happens, and if you're having a bad day and it starts raining and you crash your bike, that's just random. That there's no reason for that. It's not God smiting you. It's not, you know, karma because you punched a little baby. You know, it's like it's just it's just Jesus. fate. Not saying I've punched a little baby. Never done that, but I'm just it, it was the best thing. Well, to I guess it's like it's no point going to the Chinese buffet if there's no duck sauce. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think of myself as optimistically nihilistic. Where... Optimistic nihilist, yeah, it's me too. Uh, nothing yeah. matters, so why not? Uh-huh. Wow, guys. Yeah, nothing matters, but let's Link just... your Tumblr below. <laughs> just like, it's like, yeah, there's no point putting a donkey. <laughs> there's no point putting a donkey on a speedboat if you're not going to teach you how to play tennis. <laughs> stop. Please stop with these, these absolutely ludicrous like, analogies. They make no sense. Don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're not the one who's seeing the sense. <laughs> now I'm just picturing, you know, like, in Wolf of Wall Street when they're all on the big yacht and there's like loads of like. I haven't half, seen Wolf of Wall Street. There's like. Well, imagine. What? I don't want to. I, I imagine a lot of half naked women on a yacht partying. There's loads of cocaine. Now I just imagine there's a donkey. Oh, it's like the end of Night Museum 2. <laughs> <laughs> Now I just imagine a donkey playing tennis on that same boat with loads of like topless women doing cocaine. It's just a donkey playing tennis. Well, do you think? Do you think if I don't know? Do you think if you give cocaine to donkeys, like no, if you give cocaine to a donkey, I feel like the story of Christianity would be very different. Because like Jesus and Mary would have gone to Bethlehem way faster than donkey like would have hedgehog just. They would have gotten it to the inn. Like, Christianity would be completely different today. <laughs> Everything would be irrevocably changed. The Holy Grain. Do you think Christianity would be different if they gave the baby Jesus cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> that Jesus has given some good points. But John Paul, he's on cocaine. <laughs> I'm going to give you all this bread. I'm going to give everyone this bread. I'm going to turn this water to wine. Jesus, your nose is bleeding in the water. That's why what? it's wine. The thing is, he didn't turn the five loaves and the two fish into everything for the mass. He just ran around passing between everyone, like, okay, so you know, <laughs> here, you have it, you have it, you know, I want that. But, no, uh, on a serious note, I, do you know the best way to get ready in the mornings? Oh, wow. It's to, like, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're getting, like, if you're running late, stay you don't in, have time to do everything. Stay in bed. No, you, <laughs> don't stay in bed. That's not a good idea. What you do is you, you get your toothpaste and you spread it on your toast. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. <laughs> oh, God. Have you ever, like, come out of a house party and you're just, like, really, really hungover and you're like... Oh, I've no, never been to a house party have, before, so I'll no, give you the answer. No. I've no toothpaste. I've no, I've no toothbrush, but I have toothpaste. So what you do is you squirt a little bit of toothpaste on your finger. And you go, what, like, yeah, why do you, I do that. Yeah. Why do you bring toothpaste with you if you have no toothpaste? No, nah, because there's, there's always a toothpaste in the house. The person's... What if they don't brush their teeth? <laughs> <laughs> what... what? I, I, I mean, that's just missing basic hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you don't, don't miss want... basic hygiene, kids. That's true. 
But yeah, there's a life hack for you. If you're ever at a house party and you don't have your toothbrush, just use your finger. Oh, I got a few life hacks now that are on to it. Uh, life hack number one. If you ever want like a cold drink of water but you don't have any ice, frozen vegetables. I mean, you're not wrong. Here's one that can help you if you're really, really, like, if your life is just a mess. And like, if your sink is full of dirty dishes... What you do is you put some clean dishes in the draining rack to make it look like <laughs> you're doing pretty well. <laughs> As a person who cleans a lot at home, that just angers me so much. You know, I can actually give some good advice about you know living within your means. Cause I I have currently lived this week so far on seven euro. Well, we're all students. We're all parents. Yeah. How do you do it, man? <laughs> With depression. <laughs> uh, no, I wish you said well, Ryan. I steal things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so close. I actually said to my girlfriend, I was like, you know, I'm just like, start selling drugs. <laughs> no, actually, here's, you a, here's a massive life hack. If you're like stuck for money after yeah. after staying in someone's house or you've had a rough night out and you're like, you know, you need to get home, you need bus money. You just the, walk. For the Lewis, you could just walk. Could walk. Um, but... But I live in Donegal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you walk. So we've all we've all been to Tesco or Dunn's or Super Value or Little or Aldi, and you know you know the trolleys that you have to put the I, two euro. I shop in Polish supermarkets. <laughs> the Polish clap. <laughs> but we've all been to the Polish clap, where um, uh, you know they. <laughs> you okay, Ryan? I'm never okay because I'm either laughing or not. It's an existential crisis. Okay, but if you're ever like stuck for money, go to a, a big supermarket with uh, trolleys. Find a trolley that's not put in the trolley rack. Put it in, and you'll get two euro or one euro out. If you do this with enough trolleys, you can have a bus fare or enough for food. Or what you can do is there's when I was in Italy, a school trip, in second year. Uh, there was no, no, it was Barcelona. Sorry, it was Barcelona. In third year. Now where was I? Barcelona. Uh, it was it was Barcelona. Dr. Who Ryan. Yeah, I know. You're supposed to go. Oh, Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who. I'm Ryan. If I start talking about Doctor Who, we'll be here for another six hours at least. So I better not. So we were in Barcelona, school trips, third year, uh, and in the like the like this um on a uh, room or whatever was the vending machines. I put some money in the vending machine, and um, then I my my chocolate bar came out, but then. More money came out than I put in. I was thinking, oh, sick. Oh, all right. So then I kept doing it. And I started off with two euro. I left with seven. <laughs> oh, my God. So if you're ever down on your luck, go to Barcelona. Go to that exact vending machine, that exact hotel. You'll get way more money. <laughs> if you ever need a fiver, spend yeah. 200 euro on a flight to Barcelona. Stay in this 300 euro hotel. <laughs> well, it was all paid for with the school trip stuff. So, you know, it was all inclusive. <laughs> But, no, um, getting back to... What were we talking about? I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. What is the most Alex? This, mm. this is the uh, final what is, question. What is you. the most Alex? No. <laughs> no, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from... It, okay. What is the most valuable piece of advice you've ever gotten? And speak clearly into the mic so everyone can hear. It's like little bits where you're broken. You're like, quit that. Oh, okay. <laughs> most valuable piece of advice you've ever gotten. Given to me personally? Yeah, why not? <laughs> so no, I have never been given like... like a Fine, most valuable piece of advice you've heard. So say you're sitting on a bus and someone behind you says something to someone else. I okay, don't really have that's my valuable. Most well, valuable piece of ass you've ever gotten? <laughs> advice. <laughs> advice. We're keeping this PG. Uh, advice. It's, it's something so... Yeah, it's a very simple one. Uh, my granddad always says to me, whenever uh, I'm leaving his or he's leaving mine, it's just simply just... No. 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 <laughs> no, it's a weird protection. 
that means we don't want to miss <laughs> <laughs> No, well, what does he say? So, it's very simple, it's just... Yeah. Just don't do anything I wouldn't do. So that's good. <laughs> 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 no, 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 was um, the word advice staple to a hundred dollar bill? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brendan, okay. what about you? Um, socks before jocks. No, I mean seriously. Yeah, seriously, socks before jocks. Put your socks on before you put your underwear on. I put my underwear on before my socks. No, because then you get all the dirt from your feet on your jocks. Well, just like have a shower before you dress yourself. That's what I do. That's fine. Okay, let me think. Otherwise. Don't dress yourself, then have a shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's just true. <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> You're going to school wet every morning. Wait, what is that right here? I'm pretty sure I'm doing this wrong. Uh, most valuable advice I've ever gotten is... Um, always say what you think. And that can be bad advice or good advice but for me it's good advice because it helps filter out the shitty people yeah I think I should get a haircut that's I, just around the nice. thought yeah, yeah I need a haircut too actually I yeah now that you mention it <laughs> <laughs> anyways you're looking like pretty fucking rough right now <laughs> I, had I didn't want to say anything but like since <laughs> you start the conversation so. yeah I had my Britney Spears moments on Patty's day so I shaved my head I noticed yeah yeah didn't you have more hair? Perhaps. <laughs> oh, because you shaved. You had pretty slick hair before. Yeah, it's gone now. What you do that for? I had my Britney moment. Alright, don't get so toxic. Hey, that is a traditional Earth palette. I mean, yeah. And that's a Doctor Who reference. I don't watch Doctor Who, so I don't know I remember Good doubt. Doctor Who's gonna leave me alone. I was I was in the cinema singing like just I was with my friend, we were like you know the way they while play... the movie was on. No, you know the, you know the way before the movie. Yeah, they, they play music. Yeah. Well, they used to back in my day. Yeah. Now they don't anymore. No, I know it's weird. Um, but womanizer. When Uptown Girl came on, I was loving it. <laughs> no. Nine year old me singing Uptown Girl. I'll tell you. W- womanizer came on, and me and my friend were just sitting there. We we're like, Oh, womanizer, girl, oh, womanizer, baby, you do. And these two girls sitting behind us started like making like so bad fun of us. They were just like. What the fuck are you doing? And I, we were just like, oh, we're just singing. They're like, you can't sing that song, okay? It's fucking gay. And then my friend was like, I am gay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you fucking gay? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's your point? <laughs> what? No, I was just... Okay. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> when Please. I'm, when I'm editing this, I got like 10 minutes in. I'm like, okay, this is enough editing. <laughs> I think we're, we're don't, don't hold us two things. No. Fuck, edit that out too, please. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold ass? No, I, I'm trying to... It's... I was trying to reference Parks and Recreation. Didn't go my way. Just... I'm going to say now, edit this out. If you do or don't, we'll find out later. Uh, but... Editing reference to Brendan Adams and very cynical dark music here. Best advice I have ever gotten is when you're sitting your... I have boundaries. Break your neck. I have lines. I'll put both. I'll put them both in at the start. You use both. I'll quit. Final words with Alex White. Yeah. Any final words for the folks at home? Uh, anything. Anything at all. Whatever is in your heart, just say it. Anything you want to say. Just if, you, if it comes up to you, just say it. Like it could be yes, it could be no, it could be 22. Any words you think of, 
Just say them. Anything. Anything at all. As, as soon as you think of it, just say it. As long Go. as it's not racist. <laughs> as long as it's not offensive or anything, because I don't um, do the offensive stuff. So please, just anything you think of. Anything at all. Any, anything. 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 Just come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, come on. Come uh, on. Come uh, on. Uh, 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 goodbye.